Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Uh, Mike Hoss and the coaches all out in London. So Bobby Hebert and I will uh, be doing the uh, special edition of the Saints Coaches Show. And we'll have a, one of our guests will be Rick Venturi, former Saints assistant coach, interim head coach. He got a lot of titles. He, been in, he was in the league a long time, so he got a lot of W-2s uh, up on the resume. And a little after 7 o'clock tonight, we'll have Paul Allen, the legendary voice of the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to open it up. I think we got Rick Venturi on with us. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Well, you know, I can get out of my tunnel now after yesterday. Those, <clears throat> those first two Finally. weeks, they were really, really rough. But, uh, you know, I think we played Sunday a lot more like we expected to play and you know, our defense really played well. I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but, you know, in 2019, uh, we beat the Chiefs and Mahomes 19-13 and turned around and beat them 20-17. to So we've, we've kind of had a formula, uh, you know, for kind of keeping him enclosed and making it tough on him and uh, kind of chasing him around the field but not giving up big plays and, we didn't dominate uh, the time of possession yesterday like we did in 19, which made the defense uh, performance even better. Uh, but we did when we had to. We, uh, we got a break late with a, with a taunting penalty uh, with four minutes to go. And, 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 Ryan, and, and Ryan, after five sacks and two turnovers, one thing about him, Bobby, he's got that selective amnesia. You know, he don't he does, right. he can get through it and he goes to that next play and you know, no matter what, as you know, that's a rare quality with athletes. Most guys when the things aren't going good in the beginning, they tend to tend to kinda of go out of out of commission sometimes, but he's always able just to forget it and ended up playing really well at the end. Yeah, that sounded like Carson Wentz. Yeah, no, no, Carson. No. You had to change the diaper on him yeah, can you uh, after him? a while. But, Coach, is this a trend you're seeing in the NFL? We've had some callers that's been brought up to us that, 
with very little preseason play, the continuity yeah. on the offensive side of football. We see it here with the Saints. It's all over the board. They, they got nothing they can really hang their hat on uh, for anything. Offensive line play has been shaky at best. Uh, while you got some talented receivers, sometimes that doesn't mesh. Our tight end play is non-existent, basically non-existent. And Jameis and Alvin Kamara have had difficulties connecting, not so much in the running game, but, you know, catching the ball coming out of the backfield. Drew was great getting the football to Alvin out in the flat and let him doing his thing. But is that something you're seeing across the board in the NFL that the offenses, it has taken a little while. We, we see situations in Green Bay, and some of that's talent. It's certainly attrition in Tampa, where two of the greatest of all time struggling on the offensive side to football. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. <laughs> Even Miss Sherry said, asked me today, what's wrong with that protection? I was like, well, <laughs> it must be really bad if Miss Sherry noticed it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you, I think you really hit on something, Mike. And, uh, you know, in Bobby's day, those guys had hard training camps. Uh, they right. played a lot of preseason football. You know, they got their timing down. I almost believe that that almost September – is really almost like old training camp. And that's why you see a lot of sloppy play. Uh, our pass protection has just been atrocious. I mean, uh, and, and despite winning yesterday five sacks, uh, he's, had, uh, he's had 12 sacks in three games. Uh, wow. We've had countless hits, um, any kinds of stunts. We haven't passed them off. But worse than that is our blitz coordination has just been terrible, and it, it bothers me because Matt is the kind of guy, you know, at this stage in his career, he attracts a lot of blitzes, and we knew when we got him, he can still throw it, and, and he can still put it where he wants to, but, you know, he again, they're going to get after him because they don't fear the scramble, they don't fear the edge, you know, like you're in mortal fear of Mahomes all day, but I, I think you're absolutely right. I think September is almost the year, almost the month where you put it together. Now, uh, Rick, uh, who has been um, definitely in the conversation? Who's been your most surprised team? I know it's a small sample size, only three, but how about the Jaguars? Yeah. Huh? Well, well, you I mean, know. I, I'm like, I'm like, you had to say. The kid can uh, play. Uh, yeah, I can tell you. He can then play. you got to give Coach Peterson a lot of credit uh, with oh, what he's yes. done with that Jaguars. Now, it'll be interesting to see the ad Philly. Uh, coming up, and uh, look how well the Eagles are playing. So, but well, you got to be impressed with the Jags. My two picks, and uh, and I think I may have said it on your show, and uh, I'm not saying it after the fact. My two picks for the dark horses in the AFC was going to be the Dolphins because I knew they were getting those uh, game breakers, and I knew that they have a very underrated defense that people don't even know. They have a very good defense, right. really and good. It, and then it was going to be Philadelphia which is already proven. But going to your specific point, uh, you know, they killed us a week ago and everybody was embarrassed. They shut us out. and Like, this is the worst loss ever. And here's what I said, Bobby. I said, you know, in week 17, when we lost to them last year and it was a ca catastrophe and we got knocked out of the playoffs, I walked out of there saying, you know, this is an anomaly. This, this, this shouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, we were emotionally down. It was karma, and they rode the wave. And I, I rode it off to that, a bad, bad day uh, in, in terms of that. 
when I walked out of there, and I, I honestly, God, I said it right on the air, so this isn't anything that's a secret. When I walked out of there last Sunday, I said to myself, they are not only even with us, they are better than us. I mean, they dominated every part of the game. You know, they, as you said, Bobby, they have an adult coaching them. Uh, the quarterback has really come into his own. But they've got talent. You know, they went out and got Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Everybody criticized them for Christian Kirk. Who gives a damn about how much money he makes now? All he does right. is catch touchdown passes to go with uh, Marvin Jones. So all of a sudden the receiver course better. And they've got those two edge guys. I mean, Allen and Walker are going to be two as good of edge guys as you're ever going to get. And that, you know, as you know, Bobby, the draft works. I mean, if you're the system works, I mean, you get rewarded for bad records. And if you're smart and you have those lottery picks, you come up with guys like Allen and Walker. And I mean, that is a and Lloyd. I mean, that that is a much, much better defense. I, I was, I walked out of there, like I said, it was no fluke a week ago. They beat the living hell out of us, and then, you know, they go to San Diego and beat them. And you're right, the barometer game will be in Philly this Sunday. Now, uh, Rick, what is your approach? Because Saints fans want to know this all the, the years that you've coached and the different ebbs and flow of a season. When do you say, well, we might have to go in a different direction at, at the starting quarterback? The reason why I ask, because if you just flew down from Mars and I didn't, you didn't know either guy, uh, I don't know Jameis Winston, I don't know Andy Dalton, and you would just come watch practice, you could not say that Jameis Winston beat out Andy Dalton. You might say, like, who won the practice, that the Red Rocket, uh, Andy Dalton, uh, might have been the better guy. And, and yeah. so uh, when does it come about in a season, though, when you when you pull the trigger, well, maybe you might have to have a change. Because I always said, tell me if you think I'm wrong, that they never do this. You know, like in baseball, you have a starting pitcher, middle relievers, you have a closer. And you might say, oh, the starting is not his day. Well, you just don't do that in football. Oh, it's not his day. So I'm going to go uh, with the, the other quarterback. But the, the question I have, is it, is it like, uh, and I take this approach. I think it's more, it has to be a few games. I don't know if that makes sense, like maybe a month. Like see what Jameis, what occurs in England against the Vikings, and then maybe Seattle back at home. And then if it's not gelling, you can win ugly, but if he's not getting the job done, uh, could that be a case in point that maybe you go with Andy Dalton simply because they're not really invested in Jameis Winston in the future right now? No, you're really not. I mean, he is, uh, you know, he had that good short year, uh, that good short season, uh, you know, with Sean, uh, the whisperer. And, and, you know, he did good. But historically, you know, he's a 50-50 guy. I mean, you know, you know, one touchdown, one interception. He's a 50-50 guy. That's, he has not established himself to the level where he's uh, unhookable. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I've always thought that Dalton was one of the most uh, maligned and underrated guys. You know, I mean, when you look at, if you ever look at Andy Dalton's numbers, his lifetime numbers and wins and losses, they're all pretty good. I mean, he just, right. he, he like Marvin Lewis suffered from the fact that they didn't win a playoff game in that situation, but they won division titles uh, with much less in that. And that was a tough AFC North when he was playing in it with the Ravens and and, uh, and the Steelers. Steelers. I mean, and they, ha- they he had really good success. So, 
you know, I'm I'm a little old school, probably got a defensive mentality. I mean, unless you're a Drew Brees or, you know, unless you're a veteran guy that is proven and is established, uh, you know, I don't I don't think you need to have a lot of rope just like anybody else on the team. You know, they asked Didka one time when McMahon was hurt and he had a bad <laughs> shoulder, and, and they said, they, they said, well, you know, when would you ever put him in? And he said, oh, only in a crisis. And they said, well, what is the crisis? He said, down 7 0. You know, and especially, especially when you're basically winning on defense, you know, yeah. you know, some, you know, you get a quarterback in there that's not going to give it away. Sometimes that can be the difference there. Coach, we got to take a break. Hold on to where you're at. We'll come right back to you, and we'll have a lot more here on the special edition of the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. We're back here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Mike Dettelier along with Bobby Bear, All the gangs out in London getting ready for Sunday morning's game against the Minnesota Vikings. Our guest tonight, Rick Venturi, former Saints coach. Uh, uh, Manny was an interim coach assistant coach, coordinator, all across the board. He got a lot of experience. Yeah, a lot of experience. And he said, Mike, I'll never do TV or radio. Remember that? Remember you told me? Hey, I'll never do TV or radio. Oh, all of a sudden, you like Peyton. Oh, man, I ain't getting into the radio TV business. And first thing he did is, man, he takes like six steps into the water. So, and listen, God bless you. You do a outstanding job. You do a great job. But, Rick, from a defensive standpoint, to go up against a guy like Michael Thomas when he's healthy, man, because we see it here. Boy, when he gets into a groove, <laughs> and many cats slowing him down. You can, be, you can cover him and be right there, and he can make a play. It's unbelievable. So I want you to comment on Michael Thomas. And the other thing, too, is you got to see it up close and personal with Lawrence Taylor. But – your thoughts on what we're going to see tonight with Micah Parsons, who wasn't that guy in college at Penn State. He wasn't used that way uh, with the Nittany Lions. And now we see, man, he's a mer- no, he's a stud player. But your thoughts first on Michael Thomas and then about Micah Parsons. Yeah, Michael Thomas is really, really special. And, and I think the thing that makes him so special along with his immense talent, is he can line up anywhere and beat you. You can line him up outside the numbers. You can move him into the core of the formation. Uh, You can move him. uh, And so when you – you know, with a guy like Thomas, it's a little bit like playing Kelsey uh, from the Chiefs. You've got to have a plan defensively at some point where you double those guys. I mean, you have to – you've got to be able to do it – a lot of the modern-day coaches don't like to do that. They don't understand the uh, what I grew up with, a lot of man-to-man derivatives where uh, we directed double coverage to different people by formation. Uh, and I think I'm seeing some of that come back now because of the great receivers, and particularly when a guy is head and shoulders better than the rest of your guys. That's the key. If you don't have the complementary parts, you know, then you can direct it. But if you're playing against Thomas, critical situations 
you know, third down from the 30-yard line in, I mean, you got to bracket him. You got to you got to get two guys on him, and to make sure that he can't do it. Um, you know, I saw it Sunday. I felt it as the game. I didn't. I wasn't sure when we went in, but uh, you know, the loss of Tariq Hill. Don't think it doesn't matter to the Chiefs oh, because now, you better believe when it you, matters. When you when you get in those situations, uh, when you get in all those critical situations, you can now direct the double coverage onto Kelsey, and that and that's going to matter as they keep playing. Now, uh, your thoughts on Micah Parsons? Yeah. Oh yeah, Parsons is. You know, Parsons is one of those guys that you were taking and you were taking really on as with raw talent. You know, you weren't you just you knew he had it all, uh, but you weren't sure where or how you were going to use it. But you knew that the talent was, you know, just beyond the pale. And, you know, I've, I'm always a believer and I've said this on the show many times is give me talent. I'll figure out a place to play with it. And, you know, in this league. <laughs> you win games by knocking the quarterback down. So you've got to get a guy, you know, like Parsons, and you've got to get him in situations where he can get after the passer because that's really and truly that's the name of the NFL game today. Now, uh, Rick, uh, all your coaching, uh, can you recollect uh, the the process? Uh, Did you coach any games like overseas in England? You know, used to play preseason games in Japan and, uh, even Mexico City, you know, they have games planned there. But 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 what is the plan now? And the Saints have had past success. Uh, look, uh, Drew Brees beat his old team, the Chargers, in England, and then they were able to shut out Jay Cutler and the Dolphins, 20 to zero. So England's been good to the Saints, the Houdat Nation. And now, you know, instead of coming back after the game, they went straight from Charlotte to England. It seemed like that's the right thing to do to get acclimated and uh, what you're going to do, but. Uh, just talk to the fans about uh, that that whole uh, concept, as far as uh, you on, uh, you know, different time zone, a bunch of different time zones. Uh, for instance, we coming on at 6:30 in the morning. The kickoffs <laughs> at 8:30 Central, so it's a, it's a it's a little different. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, there's no there's no way the players could say they have jet lag by the time game uh, time. Right. Comes, because right. you already been there for a week. No, that's exactly right. Now, I, I've got to admit to you, I never really played a game out of the United States of America. Okay. I played a lot of bad games in the United States of America, but I, I, never, I, I never played outside of the country. And so, you know, that, that would be a different world for me. It just seems obvious that, you know, going from Charlotte is a step in the right direction. Instead of coming back to New Orleans, just getting on that, getting on that plane and getting across that pond, you know, and getting over there and get set and ready to go. And, you know, there's plenty of people there, uh, you know, from Mickey and all, all the rest of the guys that have been there forever. So they've got to be very familiar, you know, with those schedules that were successful. And I think what you try to do is, is if you've had success, you want to plug in that same formula when you go there this time. Of course, if you take Drew Brees, it, it doesn't matter if you play in Asia, <laughs> South America. You got a really good chance to win. I, I my biggest regret was, you know, the day I leave, Drew Brees comes in. I mean, that yeah, was, right, right. That's How did a, that that's happen, a, right? That's a tough deal, man, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, he definitely increased your chances uh, of winning. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, to, to say the least. Now, uh, looking at their opponent, the Vikings, I guess. 
is kind of like uh, uh, the Vikings are one of those teams. You, they, a lot of people are on that bandwagon for them to be in the postseason. They come out like gangbusters and spank the Packers. Then they lay an egg against the Eagles. Then they're dealing with some adversity. They come back against the Lions, but they're able to win. Uh, and, and you know what's unbelievable? I was saying I wish we were playing at night because Kirk Cousins has really struggled in prime time. But if it's an afternoon kickoff, he, he's had a lot of success. <laughs> so I said we need to play them at night instead of an afternoon. But uh, it, it's amazing the success he's had, like those 12 noon kickoffs compared yeah. to when he's playing in prime time. But what is your take on the Vikings, uh, the Saints' next opponent? Well, you know, I've we, you know, I've been, I've been here, and for several years, you know, you know, we've we've lined up against Cousins at different times, and the thing that I've always felt like is, you, the first thing you have to do is stop that running game. You can't let that running game get going, because he, he is really an effective guy on the bootleg, on the half rolls. Uh, on those type of things, on the West Coast possession stuff. To me, the big thing is set the edge on him quick, match patterns tight, don't give him anything that he can just get in rhythm and play with, get him out of rhythm, get him off the spot, but don't let him get on the edge because he's, he's pretty doggone good with those play actions, play actions, half rolls, and bootleg. I think if you take that away from him and choke him off, I think your pass rush will get to him. Rich, Rick, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this, but do you think eventually the NFL will put a full-time team in London? Well, you know, I think that I do believe in my heart that, that Roger Goodell would love, would love to have a global uh, view, uh, you know, a global profile as part of his legacy. Um, obviously, you know what the logistic problems are and are going to be. Uh, but, you know, you know, L.A. was always the market that was always the threat to every franchise. And, you know, basically they stole two. They got the Rams and they got the Chargers. And now, really, when you look for any place else that would have that kind of impact in terms of market, it would probably have to be London. Well, you know, Rick, it'd be London, and but you know what? They could uh, promote it as still international, and then you don't, you don't look at the travel. Uh, uh, Toronto, that's the New York City of Canada. Then you uh, can right. say, oh, we, we, uh, you know, Toronto have an NFL team, or even Azteca Stadium, Mexico City, that's 100,000. Right. So here's the logistic part. So I think they definitely going in that direction. I don't think there's yeah. any question, Rick. You know, the Toronto thing, you know, we've we've always respected the CFL. And as a matter of fact, we subsidized them, you know. Yes. And, you know, if you remember, Bobby, not too long ago, uh, the Bills, when they were really struggling. Right. They played a couple games there, and it wasn't successful. And, you know, obviously, you know, Buffalo has come back, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great, you know, they're going to build a stadium. It's a great venue. Mexico City, I think, is interesting because they sell out the, they sell out the NFL game in about seven minutes. I mean, it's – but yet there's kind of – I think they have an image problem. I just think London is, is a little bit like New York City in terms of the numbers and all that. So, you know, I, I just feel like that that would be something that Goodell would love to have after his name, that he globalized the NFL. Rick, thanks so much for joining us tonight, Padna. I really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck to you, brother. All right, Rick. All right, you guys, good luck there in London.
All righty. Thank you, Rick. We'll be back with more here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Detoya along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Everybody's out in London but us. And so we holding down the fort here, right here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. On the line now with us, the legendary voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen. Paul, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. What's going on down there, boys? Cajun Cannon. All right, What's going Paul. on with that Cajun Cannon? Yeah, right, we, I'm, I'm coordinating and supervising with him uh, the best I can. Paul. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, know, I don't <laughs> know, Paul. I'm kind of discouraged at the start of the season. Uh, I mean, uh, but, but we can't even play two quarters back to back offensively. We start out so poorly that we're having to play catch up, and um, we've had we've had one good quarter out of twelve. I mean, that he, ain't he, good. And, and think how small we've been with Drew Brees. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but Cannon, I mean, you got to be honest. The, the real dejection is that your favorite team, the Saints, um, are either London and or England bound or they have arrived and you're not there. And it's a wonderful, wonderful scene. It's a Bobby Bear kind of scene. And then you get all the Brits tripping out over the Cajuns, so that's a separate conversation. And the football <laughs> game kind of like secondary, you know? Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely miss that road trip. That's a road trip you want to go on. Uh, you know, to experience life yeah. and, um, well, and, uh, yeah, you, you, you know, know what they, they, was that? But, but Cannon, uh, this will be the third time I've gone. Um, oh, and wow. we went in 2013 and, uh, beat the Steelers at Wembley. Uh, then I think three or four years ago, we went and, and to a place called Twickenham and beat the Browns. 
and then now we got this one. But, you know, when, when I heard Mike say that, that the, uh, the Saints are going to be there markedly longer than us, um, that, that, that actually was a conversation at the facility earlier in the day with a coach about the, the advantages or disadvantages of, of going in on short time. So, I mean, we're going to get in there about, I'd say, 6, 7, or 8 Friday morning, and the head coach wants to treat it like an elongated road trip. We don't even have a bye next week. So this is going to be the first time of my three that I've done it this fast. Uh, so yeah. it truly is a business trip. Well, well, you know, Paul, though, uh, the Saints will have no excuse with jet lag because they're going to be acclimated. They go straight from Charlotte uh, to England. And uh, right. I think they do, they're doing this because this is, this is what they've done in the past. Now, again, Drew Brees is the quarterback. They beat the Chargers in England, and uh, I think it was at Wembley Stadium. And then they were able to shut out Jay Cutler and the Dolphins 20-0. to zero. So I just oh. think, uh, you know, since it worked in the past, that's why that, that's just the way we're going to do it. And I yeah, think that's know, the I, approach I, they're I taking. The, I watched the TV copy of the, um, of, of the Charlotte game. Um, against LaVisca Chenault and everything. And, and, and you know, it, it, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, Anya Mata to a certain extent, that there still are guys who are going to hit you. And they're going right. to make the street fight, certainly under the rules, but that's how they play. I mean, I am low-key a massive Demario Davis fan. And, and then when you got receivers like that, no matter who the quarterback is, depending on if Taysom the trick is back in the mix, on the worldly stage, the Olaves and Thomases and Jeffersons and Thielens, those Landry. guys jump up, man. And it ain't like the Saints don't have talent. Yeah, now, uh, you know, Paul, when you look at uh, the Vikings, uh, I mean, boy, they come out the gate smoking, and the fans, boy, they're all ecstatic. I mean, you put a whooping on Green Bay, and I, I know they love that. Uh, look at the NFC North getting off to a great start. And then what happened in Philly, and then – uh, the bottom line, they won the game against the Lions, but not necessarily, you know, having to, to play catch-up to come out on top. Uh, but, but, but what has been the formula or the case so far? Do you have the Vikings figured out after three games or what? Uh, I mean, hey, Bobby, it, it, you, you would be able to answer that better than me, you know, even though this <laughs> is my 21st year. And, and here's uh, what I mean is, like I said on my radio show today, you know, there's the forest, then there are the trees. And the trees... Clearly, there are a lot of trees in the forest. Some are not, are not fully grown. You know, some have problems, stuff like that. So those are the details. The forest is you're undefeated in the division, you're undefeated at home, and you beat the target at which to shoot, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So that's the forest. Now, what, where, where you would know more about me, because I believe it's absolutely true, th this is a redo here but a redo with talent, but it's still okay. a redo, which means new offense, new defense, new special team. The whole thing is new, man. So that's like when Cousins gets going, you know, then it slows, then it goes. It's clearly, you know, with this coach and this staff, Bobby, we're playing a 3-4 here for the first time in 40 years. So that's how new it is. So I got to believe with this talent, once it gets going, it's going to look pretty good. But it, but it ain't bad to correct from two and one. Yeah, yeah Paul, well, when uh, you look at two and one, yeah, yeah that, that, that's strong. You had the Saints. You know, we'll take that in, in a heartbeat. <laughs> Paul, one of the things, uh, a little bit of on the injury update uh, on Dalvin Cook with him. 
Now, his backup, Alexander Madison, now, that was a guy the Saints really liked when he, when he came yep. out of, of college. The Saints really had targeted him, but the Vikings got him before the Saints were able to pick. So a, a little bit about the injury status with, with Dalvin Cook and also how well Madison has played when he's been given that opportunity. Yeah, I ain't going to count Dalvin out until the team says he's out. And, and here's the reason why. Now, what happened uh, yesterday I don't think is great. And the coach today said it's a day-to-day deal. But he, he hurt his shoulder, sternum, that area. I believe it was that last year. He got hurt badly last year on a Sunday. And there was, like, no chance he was going to play on a Thursday. And he played, and he had, like, 200. So, so that, that Florida kid is all about toughness. Now, with Madison, of his seven rushing touchdowns, Mike, five have come against the Detroit Lions. And it's been a weird situation where Dalvin, until yesterday, had missed three straight games against the Lions. And Madison, when given the opportunity, has kind of torn it up. But, see, he, he doesn't have that jump cut, that twitch that Dalvin has. Now, um, Paul, uh, uh, looking at, uh, obviously, a fan favorite here, LSU Tiger, Justin Jefferson. Uh, boy, you look at the first two games, I guess. Uh, you look at uh, what he did last season, and no one's done it better in, in the conversation amongst the best, if not the best. But uh, what was up with him only having three catches for 14 yards against the Lions? I mean, it, it, it's after the game. The Lions said it, and, and the Vikings said it, that the double coverage on, on Jefferson was it was the entire game. Now, okay. in the Philly game, you know, they, they kept their safeties back, Bobby, and they threatened double coverage, but their rush was so good they didn't really need it. So that took the kid off the game. But, you know, remember when I say redo with talent, this is a first-time head coach who's calling the plays, and he hasn't even called 200 in his career. So, you know, there are lessons that he's learning as he goes along. So, like I said, I ain't kidding you, Bobby. I mean, we got Daniil Hunter speaking of LSU Tigers. Standing yeah, I was going to ask about him. Yeah, well, he's, speaking, he's standing up in a 3-4 for the first time in his NFL career. You got Jefferson getting doubled every single play in a completely new offense. And you got a coach who is just starting at age 37. That's why I stress the forest for the trees, man, is you beat Green Bay, you're undefeated in the division, you're undefeated at home, and you're finding a way to win most of your games. That is so big right now because I'm going to tell you this, that Jefferson is not going to catch like 13 passes for 90 yards over two games very often. So you better beat this team now while you got that kid down. Paul, thanks so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. Man, we really appreciate it and looking forward to your call this weekend. Yeah, and, and ha- have a good time. You. Don't get arrested, Paul. <laughs> Don't get arrested. Hey, Bobby, Bobby, we, we ain't there long enough to get arrested. Damn. <laughs> All right, Thank you, Paul. Later. Appreciate it, bud. I got you. That was Paul Allen, uh, legendary voice of the Minnesota Vikings. We'll be back on the Saints Community Coffee, Saints Radio Network.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Bob, one of the things uh, Paul brought up was the fact that, man, the score was no indication how dominant the Eagles were in game two oh, yeah. against the Vikings. I mean, literally the score had, is no indication of how the Eagles from start to finish had that game in their pockets Goes to show you the Eagles now the only undefeated team in the NFC. Well, and who has looked better than the Eagles in the <laughs> NFC? If you just if you're being objective, Mike, that's all. No, I'm saying. that's nobody that's looked well, better uh, than the uh, NFC. Uh, you know, no one. That's going to be an eternity until we play the Eagles come New Year's Day, uh, January first. We play at Philadelphia, but as of right now, where both teams are at, Mike, we'd be lucky if we win. Uh, we lose by ten points or more, I think. The way the Eagles uh, yeah, uh, now now it could change, and you're going up there. The Philly it's going to be cold and all that. That, that, that could change, but the, the Eagles are rolling. Jalen Hurts, I think right before our eyes, he's Senior developing growth. into a franchise quarterback. You know, I might say, well, uh, the Eagles are looking for their next quarterback. They got those first round draft picks. The the, first, the, the franchise quarterbacks already in the building, <laughs> so they can build the team maybe some other way. Mike, I don't know. Uh, Jalen Hurts. That's been a pleasant surprise, I would say, how well he's playing. And also, uh, to a certain level, Tua. Um, Mike, how Tua realizes the great team that he's on in the Dolphins and doing his part. Now, I don't know, because uh, he surely looked like he got knocked silly like a concussion. I don't know how they could blow that off and, and, you know, kept him in there. But when I look at where the Eagles are at, Mike, I would say um, I don't see anybody better in the NFC right now now, uh, you know why I kind of like that? As long as they can whip the cowgirls. I do. <laughs> They've had some difficulties. Yeah, yeah, and, and Mike, that, and, until, until they got some Eagles fans, until they can whip Dallas, they kind of slow in their roll. Because Dallas has had the Eagles number as of late. They have. Bob, one of the things with the Vikings, in close games, and especially a year ago, they have really sort of choked. They, they've been 2-5 and five in games over the last seven, decided by four points or less. 2-5. Well, we, we, well, we got we to gotta, we gotta make it 2-6, and six. And, and I don't care if it's a close game as long as we win. Uh, we got to win this game, Mike. Uh, when you look at London. It, it's, a mu- it's hard to say early in the season, but this is a must-win game. We talked about this in April and May when the schedule came out that we cannot afford not to get off to a fast start. And a fast start, I, I, I don't mean undefeated. But, Mike, you, you can't have a losing record uh, with the Bengals coming to town. Uh, to me, it's interesting to see where we're going to be at 
after five games. To me, you got to be three and two, uh, at least uh, not two and three. And that being now with the Vikings and then the Seahawks before you starting really, uh, I think, the meat of the schedule. Yeah, because one of the things that has held true to form, and we talked about this so many times, the Saints getting out of the blocks in September, it's not been like the Usain Bolt. They have sort of stumbled a bit at times, Un even under Sean. Right, uh, right. They've been a 500 team. Well, they've been unbelievable in October. And, but yet they've been a 90% winning team over the last six years in the month of October. Uh, so that trend, hopefully that will continue, that you can play at that level in the month of October because for whatever reason, we've seen it now with Dennis Allen. We saw it with Sean. Now, again, people will say, well, what about 09? Oh, uh, what about 06? Okay, yeah, but there were other years you were one and three, two and two, whatever. You didn't get out of the blocks quickly, and I thought that was the key for this team to get the double-digit winning games to get out of the blocks quickly. It hadn't happened. So you got to make that up in October. you got to win those games. Well, uh, right now uh, I realistically thought um, – I don't know if we were going to beat Tampa Bay. I think it kind of catches up with you, but now we were playing Tampa at the right time, so I'm kind of disappointed we're not 3-0, and but we are 1-2. and So I, I, I would thought we'd be 2-1 and one at, at this point. Yeah, yeah like we, beating both, Atlanta we both and, thought and, and beating Carolina. And then uh, Minnesota, we kind of flipped the coin, Mike, uh, you know. But we've had success in London. But, uh, but they've been, they are such a schizophrenic team. Right, and, right. And I think what Paul said, they're rebuilding it on the move. They got talent, but they sort of rebuilding on the move. And I, I want to see if Dalvin Cook can answer the bell because I think when they are at their best, Cook's the running back. Oh, but, but I doubt it. If, if Dalvin Cook uh, gets off, uh, I think that's a great opportunity for Kirk Cousins just to have a good game. Uh, Mike, you know how the, the same thing like you're doing play action with Leonard Fournette, we stopped him to contain Tom Brady. I think, you know, that bootleg, that half roll they do, uh, you cannot let Dalvin Cook get off because then you got to honor the run. And Kirk Cousins, he's very accurate he's on, really the, good uh, uh, on those type pass plays. Again, I, I bring this up and keep an eye on Alexander Madison because I got told by a number of people in the Saints organization. From Boise State, from right? From Boise State, they wanted him that year he came out. But he got selected – before the Saints were able to grab him. Mike, I think he was like a third-round pick. Third round yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a third-round pick. He was a third-round pick. Big physical runner, north-south guy. Uh, he does have some giddy-up after he gets a couple of steps, but he's not the most elusive guy around. So we'll be back with more here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. <laughs> We're finishing up here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network, special edition of the Saints Coaches Show. Bob, uh, I'll let you pick tonight. Giants, Cowboys, I think I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so well, I think the Giants, are they a point, point and a half yeah. favorite somewhere around there? So let's pick them. Basically a pick them game. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm just go, go, go G-Men. I know you ain't going to pick the Cowboys. No, no, no go G-Men. I mean, that's, that's how I am. Uh, but you know who's gotten off to a good start, Mike? Now he needs to continue. Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Because he hasn't lived up to expectations where he was drafted. You take a look at their tackle, Andrew Thomas from Georgia. 
big kid. And uh, they had a lot of teams that were eyeing him, hoping he'd get beyond the Giants. Bob, he's played as, as well as any left tackle Whoa. in pro football the first couple games. He's a dominating run blocker. He, we knew that, okay, when he was at Georgia. Because we know what they can do there. They run the football well. But how well he's progressed as a pass protector. And he's a giant of a man. You're talking about a guy who's six foot five and a half. He's 325 pounds. But his movement skills, his ability to use his arms and hands so well. If you watch him tonight, he is a stud pass protector. He has been for two weeks. He's always been a great run blocker. Well, and, and I think uh, this game, uh, a lot like when the Eagles are going to play Dallas, uh, that the Giants and the Eagles got to step up. You know, because it's been the NFC lease. Now, I look at a Washington Commanders, Washington football team before. I mean, no, it is what it is. But if anyone's going to challenge Dallas in the East, it's the Eagles and the Giants. Yeah, I, I, I think see it more the, the Eagles. Cowboys. I, I don't, right, right. But, but Mike, you got to still knock them off, even though it's a, a lowly thrown, because, uh, you know, they haven't won anything. But, but I think the Cowboys are going to give them everything they're looking for tonight. And, man, what a great story with Cooper Rush. Oh, yeah, I Central mean, Michigan. Know, Central Michigan, small college kid coming in there. That's a lot of pressure being the quarterback of the Cowboys. Oh, without a, a doubt. A lot it, of pressure. It, it, it's like times two. Um, like it's not just a, a normal team, uh, just the prestige that come with, with, with that. And then also, uh, obviously, the attention. Uh, you're going to get more attention probably sometimes than you deserve. I mean, because uh, I really, when I look at Dak Prescott, I, I think Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I still don't view him in the top ten in the I, NFL. I wouldn't put him in the top No, 10. he'd be like in between to me, I don't know. He might be 11 or 12. 12, yeah, yeah, somewhere between, I would say 10 to 15, but I'd say 11 to 12, that's about right. Okay, and you look at it too, uh, great showcase game for Michael Parsons. We talked about it. I think that guy is the real McCoy. Now to compare him to LT. He got to do it first. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to do it a few more games yeah, yeah. Bef before you can and do LT's it. And LT's going to be at this game and, to watch. LT the is, is watching tonight. Thank you so much for listening to a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show right here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.